0: Welcome. You are listening to Newswire's SU election special 2019. So, welcome, guys. Um, today I have Calhoun Commons here with me and Ailish Keating, both running for the position of VP for Academic Affairs. So, thanks for joining me, guys. Thanks for no having me. thank you very much. So, I guess I'll start with you, Ailish. Yeah. So, how do you plan on getting first years in particular to engage with more? activities with the student union this year?
1: I think definitely there's going to be a huge crossover um, on my part definitely with the engagement officer whoever is elected. I think as well one thing I have on my manifesto is to set up an academic advice group and now I've had the experience of working with Aisling this year the current VP for Mm -hmm. welfare inequality and with her kind of welfare crew is what we've kind of named it (laughs) and it's essentially just made up of herself and then kind of a few students and I kind of want to run something very similar to allow for first-year students and, of course, students from every year to kind of have that opportunity to voice their opinions on a regular basis, to have regular meetings with this group, to see what is actually going on on the ground. Because, you know, it's all well and good, me sitting up in an office and, and mm-hmm. working away. But I think the most important thing is to have students' opinions and have students who are on the ground on a daily basis tell me what's going on. So I think that's going to be a major thing that's going to help get students involved because you're gearing then
0: issues specifically to them. And would this kind of be an elected position or just individual representatives who would bring themselves forward and say, I want to be a part of this? Um,
1: yeah, so um, I would actually, I quite like the way Ashlyn did hers now. She sent out a Google Doc application form okay. Um, and kind of chose from that. And I think that that's something that I would definitely look into as a way of kind of picking people for that. I would love if it was possible to have each part-time faculty rep sit on with with that group as well, mm-hmm. because I think as well it's kind of, it's opening that direct line for students to their faculty rep as well. So this is kind of more so, I, I don't mean, you know, that it's only open to class reps or it's only yeah. open to X, Y, and Z. This is open to all students to, to apply to be part of this. And I think that that's how you really get to see kind of what is going on if it's if it's open to kind of every student and then also have that direct line to their faculty rep as well.
0: Perfect. And Cal, have you found that in the past year there's been any issues with getting maybe first years to engage with the student union?
2: Um, I would say this year actually um, first years were really engaged. Like There was so much energy from first years from day one. Uh, we especially saw that during our orientations. We had the opportunity to do the class dresses to the first years that they came in during mm-hmm. the orientation and there was so much energy so so many of them uh, wanted to ask questions how yeah. to get involved and we even saw that again when we were electing class reps there was so many applications for class reps this year which was really good to see mm-hmm. um, so engagement really up this year um, and also with that were class reps so the ones who did get elected in the end they were really engaged class reps too uh, we did uh, we trained the class reps with the Nstep uh, project which is a national student engagement program and it really like um, helps uh, students find their, their voice and how to use their voice and marine across and it just engage with the university on that level. So I thought I'm getting really up this year and I'd love to see that again next year. If elected, I would be really putting focus on orientation, really from the get-go. As soon as students come in here, let them know students are using here, we're here, we're listening, we want to we want to hear what you just have to say and just make sure there's so many opportunities for students to get their voice across. This year we had this pilot, the student staff form, which is three students and three staff from each faculty uh, just sit down over lunch and just talk about the issues in the faculty, and we kind of want to get that. This is only pilot phase; we want to roll out further in the next year. It was a really good opportunity for students to get their voice across. and mm-hmm. think these are first year students, second year students. It doesn't matter. It's always it's always the same student voice, and it's always there. And it's really important to get across.
0: And do you ever find that there is quite a time lapse between class rep council and stuff being established once? the Class reps are elected,
2: yeah. In, sec- in first semester, it is quite slow. You have orientation, you're mm-hmm. oh, here's what a class rep is, then it opens, and you get them elected. And then, then it's like, okay, this was a class cancel. You have them trained, and then there's class mm-hmm. cancel. So, usually, you do be having class cancel first one in about you know, week four or five, which is quite late. The only thing we do there is actually having the elections online, is makes it a lot quicker. Yeah. Um, we could probably shorten the period of time that um, the nomination period is open, might not get as many then, but might speed it up. But that'd be definitely something I would like to work with um, the team next year, um, if elected, and whoever gets em- um, elected vice president for engagement development.
0: So Eilish, what do you think you can bring that's a bit different to maybe what Cal brought um, to this position in the last year? Um, well, I think, you
1: know, the main thing is fresh eyes. You know, I think that, that that is something that I would definitely advocate for every year, is to have fresh eyes in a position. I think it's it's definitely um, something now I do find, though, as well, that um, from my own personal perspective, A lot of my ideas and stuff have come from my experiences this year and final year Mm -hmm. um, and this year being a class rep where, you know, we've had a lot of issues in, in my course with specific modules and stuff. And, you know, I think that that has added to the experience that I will be definitely able to, you know, bring a lot of my experiences to the role. But like I said, the most important thing for me is definitely just fresh eyes. You know, I think that that is something that is always important with an SU. You know, the college that's constantly changing, you know, referendums crop up and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And it's, it's just constantly changing. We're always changing views. And I just think it's important to have... A new voice and and someone to bring kind of new ideas but obviously I do understand that a lot of the work is building on what has been done in previous years mm-hmm. and I'm more than prepared to do that as well I think the work that's been done this year has definitely been incredible and it's something that I would actually feel very lucky to be able to build on top of as well.
0: And has your experiences being in final year been what made you decide to run for this position?
1: Partially yeah and um, you know since first year I've always said SEO is where I'm headed so that's always what I've wanted to do but definitely you know final year in the first couple of weeks I kind of found that a lot of the issues that crop up for students tend to be they stem from smaller academic issues that Mm -hmm. just tend to grow and I think that that's what kind of pushed me towards academic affairs. Mm -hmm. Welfare was something I was also very interested in but I, I just really found that academic affairs was something that was kind of I don't mean to get all philosophical but you know it was kind of calling out me in, <laughs> in that sort of way and um, because i do think I, I have found that you know any issues students come up against they do tend to be stemming from smaller mm-hmm. academic issues and that's where i kind of want to target just you know having that open line of communication for students so that we can deal with these things
0: before they become the bigger issues then and what are the main kind of issues that people have maybe brought to you concerning academic affairs
1: i mean could be anything, you know, ranging from an external marker not giving the same marks as the lecturer, mm-hmm. right down to lectures being cancelled and feeling that they won't have time to make up. And then it, if that doesn't kind of get dealt with straight away, you end up then with a situation where a student is panicking come mm-hmm. exams. You know, stress builds up, anxiety builds up, and believe me, I've been there. Yeah. I know that stress, I know that anxiety more than anyone. And you know that that is kind of something that I found. And mm-hmm. um, so. The issues can range from straight across from, you know, missing lectures on the lecturers part, you know, if obviously they can't make yeah. it for a particular reason, right down to marking or exam results, anything okay. really.
0: Cal, um, what made you decide to rerun for this position and what do you think you can maybe bring a bit differently this time?
2: Um, yeah, so what made me run was that um, the term of a sempathical officer is so short. One mm-hmm. year is by far, so like, this it's actually quite crazy. When yeah. other jobs you go into, you only have for a year, you spend the whole summer training and learning and then this sem- semester one starts and you're taken away while everything starts and then you actually kind of get to this election season and you're like you're just in this stride like and every spackle officer across the country tell you this that you're just in your stride when it comes semester two and then elections cre- creep up again mm-hmm. so i think continuity is the reason really um, I if, if re-elected I wouldn't have to do the same training I've already done by doing top-up training and I already know I've already got my kind of hold in the university now I know the relevant university staff and I know how to get things done as well mm-hmm. it would actually it's just I would see it as beneficial to the union to have and um, that mix of some new people on the un- spherical team and some uh, uh, continuing on uh, just kind of have, have that kind of fresh eyes as they talk talked about some positions but also having the continuity and mm-hmm. um, there too so I think it's so important to have that as well but I definitely think I don't think it would get stagnant either. I don't think um, I. I think I would still be having fresh, fresh ideas, as I just also mentioned. New, the, the college changes so quickly. We have yeah. new students coming in, new issues rising, and that brings its own fresh eyes to it as well. What students are saying is what we really are doing. So it doesn't really matter what my what, who I am. Well, no, it does matter who I am, <laughs> but it matters more what the students are telling us to do. Yeah. I work for the students, and if the students have an issue, on that's what I'm working on. So that's really.
0: And have you found that the issues affecting students regarding academic affairs has been different across the three dcu campuses or are they very much saying coming back to you and saying this that they're having the same issues as people maybe doing teaching in POTS or someone doing like business in Glasnevin?
2: Yeah, there is and Um I suppose uh, one of the positions on the faculty team is Vice President for Education and Placement. So the uh, placements like that would be mainly the people in the institute mm-hmm. uh, who are on placement. They have a lot of their queries will be related to placement and the issues they experience out there. Um, but that would be also similar to, like say, business students who are going on placement and science and, uh, science and health students as well, like in nursing and on science intra. They will also have same issues when they're in placement. But there is also... Um, exam results. Everyone does exams, and yeah. everyone ha- everyone will have an issue with exam at some stage mm-hmm. in their life. The amount of um, emails and queries and questions that come in, and once the exam results are sent out, there all- doesn't matter what faculty are in, they're mm-hmm. all in all of them. So everyone does have academic um academic problems throughout throughout their years in DCU, and um, I think I've done my best this this year to help them as much as I can.
0: So um, would you talk us through the proposed student partnerships and the success that these models have had in Trinity College?
2: Absolutely, I'm very excited. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I think I'm a really big advocate for um, student partnership enhancing student voice as well. And so student partnership agreements. They are quite frequently done in the UK, mainly in Scotland, but they're also, the uh, Trinity will be a good model of one in, in Ireland. So it's basically a, an agreement. As I said, I wrote by both Students' Union and the university, mm-hmm. um, just on like enhancing student voice where like, so everywhere on the university, the students have always at the heart of it. So having sabbatical officers on these big committees, which they currently are, but if there's a new one set up to make sure the student is oh, there's always student reputation on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, it, why I feel it's so important coming next year is that when um, the university will be electing a new university president, mm-hmm. Brian McRowell will be leaving, and it will be a new president. So he, Brian is very much advocate for a student voice as well, um, but that's not to say that his successor will be. So this is just to ensure the student voice is kept there as well. It's so, so important uh, when with the change of um, president to have the continuation of the student voice Um, throughout. And also with the Student Partner Agreement in Trinity, they have an enhancement team every year, um, so that changes. So if elected and I get to the student partnership agreement, I'd also have, like to have the handsome team on feedback next year because that is an overlying issue throughout um, every faculty. I've seen it I see it through the Izzy survey, the Irish students uh, survey of engagement and through the students have forms we uh, we've done, that is feedback is an issue in every faculty, mm-hmm. for every student. Um, there is a currently policy on feedback in the university, but it's very vague. It just says um, time ba- uh, feedback will be given in a timely manner. Okay. Like, well, what is that really? Yeah. Um, so, and do you
0: aim to make that more specific, like yeah. give it a literal time period that it has to come back in? Or? Yeah.
2: So uh, I've even kind of I've started this conversation already with um, certain university staff, at mm-hmm. the deputy register and uh, people in the Quality of motions office as well. And just, I really want to work with them to amend the policy and get it passed through the university committees, like Education Committee and Academic Council, to have a kind of a more clear definition of what feedback is mm-hmm. and what students should expect from feedback and more of a, t- a clear time frame of when to get feedback. So, say, um, it should be saying more like you'll get feedback before the next assignment, the next relevant okay. assignment, um, something like that. Because then it was written in stone, the, the lecturers here are signed to a contract and have they to, have to like understand the policies yeah. of the university too. So, I think mean, that's really a powerful thing to do and a really enhanced. Uh, academic experience of the students in ECU.
0: Eilish, on your manifesto you say that you want to have a part-time jobs fair. How do you think that, how do you plan on promoting this while there's also students doing full-time courses? Do you think that it's gonna achieve a balance for their lives or
1: well i mean the the objective of having a part-time job fair is essentially you know pra- having a part-time job is a necessity for most students mm-hmm. including myself you know fees are high yeah there's other than kind of you know things you have to pay for once you get to college especially for students doing any sort of degree which involves them going to the guelph act mm-hmm. that's something else they have to pay for you know and i think having that part-time job is absolutely um, imperative for a lot of students so the plan is to you know have a part-time job where we have employers who offer part-time jobs tailored around students timetables Mm -hmm. because like you said there are students here who are working in college you know they're doing full-time hours in college you know luckily for myself my course has always been around 12 hours a week so Mm -hmm. and I was very lucky to be able to get a job that suits that as well most students aren't that lucky so I think that that is something that is going to be absolutely um, a a huge thing for me now that you know students who are doing full-time courses will be able to meet with employers and find a a job that will kind of work with them and their hours in college and you know be it it could be you know bar work which Mm -hmm. i know isn't essential it's late night but when it comes down to a necessity i think that that's something that any student would definitely jump on top of so it's having that kind of open line there for students to talk to employers Mm -hmm. and find a job that will actually work for them and their hours And to have that kind of straight from the off you know as soon as as soon as we're back in college especially for first time you know first year students that are moving up here Mm -hmm. they're not most of them won't have a job lined up ready to go because they won't know what their timetable is going to be like but of course it's it's going to be relevant for students across all years but definitely it will be a
0: huge advertised you know uh, event and would elected. you intend on approaching employers and asking them if they can kind of have hours available that would suit individuals, students? Absolutely, yeah.
1: And yeah. um, so the plan would be to first of all, you know, start locally. Um, mm-hmm. Any sort of local bars, shops, anything like that that are planning on advertising, um, because you do find a lot of a lot of places will start to advertise when college season starts back. So approaching myself, pr- approaching local businesses, local um, employers to see would they be open to, you know, having a stall, essentially, mm-hmm. um at this fair. And then, you know, what hours that they can offer to students and advertise the hours to students at the fair. And then students can go talk to employers, see if there's any flexibility, see what's available to them for their timetable.
0: Mm-hmm. And with the career classes, do you think that you'd be able to get academic staff to incorporate this into... The timetables that are already pre-made by registry.
1: Um, So so the thing is, is that as a final year student, I have careers classes this semester um, once a week. And Mm. it is on the timetable. The issue being, though, you know, I went to the Grad Ireland Fair in semester one. It happened at the start of start of September I think middle of September Mm -hmm. and a lot of the grad programs were all due within a couple of weeks of that if you're already applying to grad programs it's too late to be doing careers classes in my opinion it's too late to have them in semester two Mm -hmm. when a lot of grad programs are closed and that's you know that's the big grad programs you know the likes of your Vodafone, Jemison, all of them have already started back in October Mm -hmm. it would be my opinion that it's too late to have them in semester two so absolutely I would advocate for having them moved I would do my best to speak to regist- you know speak to the the relevant staff and see if it is a possibility to get them moved to first semester because I don't think it's it's not worth the time that it's being given at the minute in, in semester
0: two it would be much better in semester one. Thank you. So finally, I'm going to ask both of you, um, why do you deserve to be the VP for Academic Affairs next year? So I'll start with you, Cal.
2: Um yeah, I think I deserve to be re-elected Vice President of Academic Affairs because I've done I think I've done a good job this year. I've answered so many student queries. I've ran uh, campaign weeks uh, that haven't been done before. I've ran them so well in partnership with the university and took that approach through all my um, initiatives. I know all the very relevant staff around the university for the position of uh, Vice President of Academic Affairs. I know how to get things done. I have the experience of having been here before. I just think I would, I would the union would benefit from having uh, the a continuity of the Vice President of Academic Affairs again next year. So I would really uh, really appreciate it if everyone did vote for me ne- um, next Tuesday on Loop. From ten
0: a.m. What about you, Ailish?
1: Yeah. Um. So I believe I deserve to be elected, um, purely because of the passion I can bring to this. Um. You know, I have a huge passion for ensuring Students are having the best time in college, and that includes their academics. Um. I also think that having fresh eyes—that's something that I I really thought thought about when I was making my manifesto. Um. And I think a lot of the ideas that I can bring will kind of show that I do have fresh ideas. Um. You know. I feel I do deserve to be elected into this position for that reason mostly um, but again like I said the passion that I have for it um. you know student politics is something that I've always been involved in I've always loved you know being a class rep and everything mm-hmm. it's it's just an absolute passion of mine so I really really would give my all to this position um, and I think that that's something that a lot of students can resonate with so again like Cal said I would really appreciate your <laughs> vote on Loop 10am um, Tuesday till 3pm on Thursday